Hey guys, real quick podcast today. I'm actually going to a, a campground tonight, which is nice. My wife wanted to camp during the summer, and this is the first time, and it's already after the middle of July. But we're going away for uh, two nights, which is cool, uh, two separate uh, campgrounds, and uh, hopefully going to see some things um, farther west in New York. And it's just, uh, it's a little cloudy right now, but it's a beautiful time of year, and um, it, it just feels really nice, so I'm looking forward to it. But before I went, I wanted to uh, just give you guys a little bit of a podcast, at least. It's not uh, going to be as long as my typical ones, but just a few things um, that I've noticed that have come across uh, my uh, computer screen that I thought were worth sharing. Um, the first one I, I want to just briefly uh, share is uh, Snow White, this movie that's coming out. I know that there's a lot of talk about a lot of movies. There's the Barbie movie, there's Oppenheimer, which TruthScript just did a review on um, there's just a lot of movies. <laughs> and uh, Snow White, though, it hasn't even come out. I think it's coming out next year. But there's been some interviews uh, with, uh, I think it's Rachel Zegler, who plays Snow White, and then Gal Gadot, who plays uh, the evil queen. And uh, here are just two little clips from some interviews. You said you were bringing a modern edge to it on stage. What do you mean by that? I just mean that it's no longer 1937, and we absolutely wrote a Snow White. That she's is not going to be yeah. saved by the prince. She's not going to be saved by the prince, and she's not going to be dreaming about true love. She's dreaming about becoming the leader she knows she can be, and the leader that her late father told her that she could be if she was fearless, fair, brave, and true. And so it's just a really incredible story for, I think, young people everywhere to see themselves in. Snow White is running for president. I'm launching my campaign. Yeah. The cartoon was made 85 years ago, and therefore it's extremely dated when it comes to the ideas of women being in roles of power and, uh, and what a woman is fit for in the world. And so when we came to reimagining the actual role of Snow White, it became about the fairest of them all, meaning who is the most just and who uh, can become a fantastic leader. And the reality is, you know, Snow White has to learn a lot of lessons about coming into her own power before she can come into power over a kingdom. Also, the fact that she's not going to be saved by the prince and she's the proactive one and she's the one who set the terms um, is what makes it so relevant to where we are. So here's what I wanted to say about this. I actually find it somewhat refreshing. Now, that might sound weird, but here's why. Because it seems like for years... Um, sometimes they've been over, but sometimes they haven't with the infusion of feminist woke ideologies and all of that. And in this particular film, I'm just really refreshed to hear the actresses say, yeah, yeah, uh, over 80 years ago, it was pretty archaic. It's pretty wrong. It was, we don't like that. We don't like traditional like gender roles and uh, we prefer uh, feminism. That's basically what you're hearing there. And at least they're overt with it. At least they're not just, you're not going to the theater thinking you're getting one thing and then all of a sudden, oh no, I didn't realize this was in the movie or uh, look at that subversive theme that they never told us about. Like they're actually being pretty overt with it. And uh, so I just wanted to point that out. Of course, I'm not going to see Snow White. And if I had uh, children that were the age uh, that Snow White's targeting, I wouldn't take them either. Uh, they can go watch the one from the 30s. That's what I say. Um, in other news, I just wanted to follow up on something, too, because uh, some people were questioning uh, the whole, uh, is Charlie Kirk pro-homosexuality and this kind of thing? And um, and, and so uh, I, I'm not going to play you the clip from the last podcast. It was over six minutes long, but it was 
from a Turning Point USA event a few years ago, and Charlie Kirk basically uh, uses a lot of what, what I would consider to be woke tactics. It was pretty, uh, it's pretty terrible. I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty awful um, against someone who is le- asking legitimate questions. Should conservatives support gay marriage? Things like that. And Charlie Kirk just shut this guy down. So, uh, so that's opened up some questions about that. And, um, I, I asked the question myself, I said, has he changed his position? I haven't seen him acknowledge this. I haven't seen him talk about it. I know he's against the trans stuff. I know I've even heard him say negative things about like gay marriage. Uh, I think, <laughs> but it's more like relevant. Uh, it's regulated this personal, uh, this kind of like preference he has because of his religion or something. It's not something that's publicly necessarily, um, incumbent on everyone to, uh, honor. So in other words, like what I have, this is what I have not seen from Charlie Kirk. I have not seen him ever say that was a bad law because it violated God's law. It violated, uh, even what we understand in natural revelation to be the role of men and women. That's what I haven't seen. And, um, and so I want to play you another clip. Here's, uh, just, these are, uh, in sequential order from, I think, 2018, and the last clip, I believe, is uh, from, like, a few months ago. And this is Charlie Kirk speaking on the matter, so here it is. Final point is what I think is the position that needs to be articulated better is I have no problem with, you know, gay marriage, whatever. Like, I believe marriage, one man, one woman, that's my own personal position, right? But I'm never going to tell government to have someone live a life. I think it's cool. You're married. I think it's great. And you should have all the same tax benefits, adopt children. It's great. Yeah. Right. But I you, feel the same way about you. Well, it's fine. It's like whatever. Like, yeah. But that's that's more of like a generational perspective. This is the thing that people have to realize about the alphabet mafia is that it's not just about two dudes being able to get married. First, it was like, no, we want to be able just to have social acceptance of like two women or two men together. That was like their first thing, like will and grace, like, OK, fine, whatever. Then it was we need marriage because it's all about equality, and love is love. Love is what we need. And then they won the, oh, I can never pronounce, Oberfell, right, decision in 2011, 2012. And so then marriage equality was the law of the land, overturning other states that believed marriage was one man and one woman, a national takeover of our laws, an unprecedented federal takeover. No one wanted to oppose them. Like, okay, this will get rid of the gay issue. That's what we thought, right? Oberfell was 2015. I'm sorry. You're right. Thank you. And, and so there was this desire by, let's say, peace-loving conservatives. And it was very tempting to fall into line here. And in some ways, I was young and naive, and I fell into line with this too. There was this desire that the issue of gay marriage and LGBT, whatever, was going to go away. That it was, okay, marriage, now we can no longer talk about it. In fact, that was the argument that a lot of conservatives would give. That is the argument that a lot of conservatives would say in 2014, 15, 16. Let marriage happen, we'll never have to talk about it again. Instead, it's the opposite. The opposite is that gay marriage happens, we're talking about gay stuff more than any other time. Why? Because they are not happy just having marriage. Instead, they now want to corrupt your children. Don't believe me, just listen to the song. They say that. And let's be clear. Many of you probably have a temperament like I do on the gay or lesbian issue. Look, first of all, I believe marriage is one man, one woman. I'm very clear about that, okay? And, but I think many of you probably have a built-in temperament. I'm not here to over-police your personal life if you're an adult. I don't agree with it. I don't believe it's right. But live and let live. That doesn't exist. Live and live live is dead. 
It's live and let us rule is what we live under now. Okay, so in that clip, I think you can see that there's kind of like a consistent inconsistency. (laughs) So Charlie Kirk over the years has, I think he's realized, oh no, uh, they weren't going to stop with gay marriage. If we do, he was under the impression if we just gave him that, then they'd stop and they haven't. So maybe that was a mistake, but that's a very kind of pragmatic way, I think, to look at it. Um, You're not going to hear him saying things like, this is against the, the created order. This is against what God's told us. This is evil. You know, like you don't hear him say those kinds of things. Uh, so has he changed his position? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's gotten wiser and he's realized at least that uh, the, the play that was made on him. But that doesn't necessarily mean he has um, he has changed his stance. I, like if you asked him point blank, are you OK with uh, homosexual marriage being legal? I don't know what he would say. I, I would assume, though, based on the clips that we just watched and based on everything that I've seen that I've, I've and I've looked it up, I've tried to figure this out. Uh, I think he would say he's OK with it unless he's had a recent change. And so pray for that. that that's really the bottom line is just pray for that, because I, I don't have anything against Charlie Kirk. And I think he does a lot of good work in some areas. So let's just uh, pray that uh, he's a little more consistent with this and um, isn't afraid if, if that's what's holding him back or, or if he's just. I don't know if his thinking is actually wrong on this, that he would see the truth and he is a Christian. So that he would, I guess, repent of uh, the clip I played, not in this particular video, but in the last one uh, that has raised all the questions. And, um, and and that's how I view it. Just move on. So um, lots of other stuff that I'd love to weigh in on, but I don't have time because I got to get camping. So uh, God bless. I hope that everyone out there is having a wonderful summer and uh, more coming later in the week. Bye now. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.